Well, I think it depends on the product for sure and how complex it is because there's some there's some softwares that are super complex and then there's some some products that are a little bit more simple. So the level of skills that you need as it relates to like the tech side, that's always depending, but I would always put that as uh, secondary and primary is always, you know, the hard work, the tenacity, the coachability, like you can teach somebody anything, right? Um, the technical skills and, and all that, that'll, that'll come with time. But if somebody is moldable, right? And they've got this like will to win, that is the most important piece in sales. If the right leaders are in place, they will put those people in a position to succeed and they will teach them everything they need to know about the product and any technical expertise that also they should know. Um, so that's why like no, nobody should feel intimidated to enter the space or to sell a complex software. Uh, you will have the leaders that teach that to you. Of course, it's nice to have a little head start, but what's really more important is like, are you ready to be in sales? Are you ready to actually start trying to sell? Because it's a grind every single day. You, you fail over and over and over again. Like that's the more difficult part. The more difficult part is not the actual technical skills. My take is, is an interesting one on, on these topics. And I think it's a question that everybody has, has to ask themselves. Like in 30, 40, 50 years from now, like what is the story that you wanna be a part of? Like when you have kids and grandkids and you wanna tell them like, that is what I did, this was my journey, like what does that look like, right? And for many people, they wanna build something, they wanna be a part of something special. That doesn't really have to be, you know, the, the journey for everybody. But for me, when I ask that question, sure, I wanna work for like a great team, I wanna love the product, that's like so important. But at the end of the day, when I look back, I need to make sure that I had like a massive impact and purpose and that I positively impacted a bunch of people's lives and whatever I was doing, right? So I think as long as somebody goes and works for a company where they could learn a lot, right, where they have like a product that is fun to talk about and it does positively impact other people's lives, then just make sure that in 10 years from now, right, like the you is happy with the current you and what you are actually doing. Um, that's, that's the way that I look at it. I know different people have different opinions on this, but sometimes you just never know until you kind of get in there and you start working with that company and you understand the ins and outs of the product. Easier, easier said than done, but yeah, I mean, there's just like, we have so much to be grateful for everybody. And I think so often people get clogged up in like all the negativity that's on the news. This just like, you know, life is hard. There's challenges every single day. There's obstacles that we have to go through. But when you start looking through a lens where you appreciate everything that you have and you're very grateful, you know happiness becomes the center and everything else revolves around it. And then you are more productive, you work harder. So yeah, finding ways to genuinely be happy is the most important piece. And I, I firmly believe that. You've got to look as to why, why you lost them in the first place. And hopefully it's something that you have fixed or, you know, your product has improved for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a tricky one. It's super dependent on the variables of the business and why you lost them. Like if they went out of business, you're not going to win them back, of course, because they're not a business anymore or they're not like an actual ideal customer. But, um, you know, just going at it with a fresh take, not really thinking that things are negative. Don't bring up the negative. Don't bring up the reasons why they canceled. Only talk about the positive. Talk about all the recent developments and the exciting things that have happened at the business and how like, you know, the first time around, 
we were like a little, you know, underdeveloped baby version of what we are now. Like you guys are going to love this now. Wait until you get a load of it. I'll go ahead and I'll give you, you know, 50% off the first month as a little, uh, you know, favor to get you guys up and going since you use this at some point in the past, but you'll thank me later. Something like that. But again, that's a tricky question. It really depends. Burnout is a very real thing, right? It's like, it's going to happen all the time because sales is a, is a world where the more numbers, right? The bigger sample size, the more sales. So when, when you hear burnout, it's because any leader of any organization wants them to, to make more calls, to reach out to more people, which is what they talk about with burnout, because it's not easy to do that every single day. But at the same time, if you want to grow the business as quickly as possible, if you want to make as much commission as you possibly can, um, like that is what has to happen. So if people get burned out, I think that like there has to be a conversation around the needs of the business and what it takes in order to be successful in that role and seeing if there's other ways to still find success. But it typically means that somebody has kind of like hit the end of the road in sales as an individual contributor and should either become a manager if they're ready and they're, they're, you know, they're in a position to be just that, or they have to find something else. But burnout, burnout is just, in my opinion, a, an excuse of somebody who, you know, worked really, really hard the first three, four, five, six months, whatever it is, and then doesn't want to work as hard. But it's real. I'm not going to deny it. Of course, it happens. Everybody's experienced it. Yeah. Um, but like, I had to remind myself, why am I doing this, right? Like, what is the purpose? And what are my goals? Like, my goals were to be the dude who was teaching me training in that classroom that one day. Like, when I was going through my first sales training, I thought this guy was spectacular. And I, in my professional career, was like, I'm going to be that guy one day. That's what I told myself, right? And I was just getting in there. I was going to be making 120 to 150 cold calls a day, which is a lot, right? I'm calling restaurants, which is difficult. But whenever I felt like I was going to get burned out, I stopped and I was like, okay, well, if I have a desired outcome, if my goal is to be that dude, then I don't care. Like I need to keep pushing because I know that the other 99% of the people out there will go ahead and take their foot off the gas. They'll go ahead and get burned out. But you know what? They won't be in a position to be the first person promoted to run their own team and to manage a team. They won't be the person who's in that classroom one day teaching everybody the ABCs of sales, right? So just think about what your goals are. A lot of people are money motivated, which is very okay. Right? Think about the money that you're able to get if you're feeling burned out. Sales is a grind, right? And that's why it's not for everybody.